0: Putting the Snakes on the Table Have you given much thought to the notion of behavioral accountability in your workplace? We often hear about the importance of holding employees accountable. That expression seems to imply that something, or more commonly, someone, external to that employee, is responsible for ensuring that an employee lives up to his or her end of the employment contract. It expresses a cultural norm with respect to power and empowerment within an organization. I would also argue that it speaks to a reactive rather than a proactive norm within an organization. It often means that those in positions of hierarchical power, managers and supervisors, individuals I prefer to refer to as workplace leaders, are charged with a responsibility of monitoring or overseeing what others are doing. When those others make a mistake, when they fail to do something that they are supposed to do, the leader has to, quote, hold them accountable, end quote. Most of the time, that means some sort of punitive or disciplinary response, with a threat of more severe work-related consequences if the mistake, problem, or error is not corrected. An unintended consequence of this approach is that often the only time an employee meets with his or her leader is when that leader needs to, quote, hold him or her accountable, end quote, to point out what he, she is doing wrong and make sure she, he knows that it better not happen again. It is really not brain surgery to figure out that the byproduct of such an approach is fear, While I have never seen fear listed as an organizational value, the fact is that fear-based cultures are more the norm than the exception. I can assure you that disrespectful behavior is also often a cultural norm in fear-based cultures. It's a bit like a chicken-and-egg situation. Hard to know which one came first. Another critical factor is that fear-based cultures don't produce high-performing, innovative, responsive, or sustainably successful organizations. One thing I discovered when I conducted my interviews with employers of choice for Road to Respect was a commonality with respect to an expectation of behavioral accountability. It starts with a proactive approach, which focuses on ensuring that everyone understands what is expected of them, not just with respect to their job duties, but with respect to their personal behaviour and workplace conduct. The conversation about behavioural accountability, the notion of each individual being responsible for his or her workplace behaviour, and beyond that, responsible for acting in accordance with organisational values, starts in the hiring process. Certainly leaders are held accountable – However, what they are held accountable for is empowering their team members to be individually accountable. Leaders are accountable for creating teams where behavioral accountability is a norm, where employees know that it is is their responsibility not only to align their behavior with corporate values, but to speak up when they have an issue or problem, as well as when they notice others whose behavior is not reflective of those values. As I heard from Caroline Warner at SaskTel, if I see a team member who does not demonstrate the corporate values, I need to ask myself, what is my response? If I see you demonstrating a lack of respect as your team member, I am responsible to bring it to your attention. She went on to say, quote, We expect there will be conflict, but we also expect that it will be dealt with, end quote. At SaskTel, they have a... Process which, quote, gives people the tools and the permission to hold each other accountable, end quote. I heard a similar idea expressed when I interviewed Janine North, CEO of Northern Development Trust. If you read last month's post, you may recall that Ms. North talked about the importance of leaders extracting accountability. Take a moment to consider the difference between a leader who holds others accountable and one who extracts ex- accountability from his or her direct reports. It implies a very different kind of power dynamic, as well as a different kind of leadership style. After our recorded interview concluded, I asked Ms. North to tell me a bit more about how she extracts accountability, particularly with respect to empower employees to speak up about workplace conflict. What I learned is that one of the cultural norms she institutes wherever she works is what she referred to as keeping short accounts. Consistent with what I heard from other employers of choice, the conversation about personal accountability starts in the hiring process. Quote One of the things we talk about in the hiring process is how we keep short accounts with each other. We don't allow things to fester. When we have an issue with someone, We always raise the issue with that person privately. It's about making sure to put the snakes on the table. You don't let them crawl around in the grass and bite you. The idea is to bring daylight to every issue. We keep short accounts, we bring issues up respectfully, and we celebrate how good that makes us feel." Miss Miss North told me that early in her career, she heard that expression about putting the snakes on the table and, quote, it really resonated with me, end quote. Soon afterward, she was vacationing in Mexico and found a colorful snake, which has been on her desk ever since. It serves as a visual reminder both to her and her team. Quote, it is a piece of humor that you can use to have an honest, respectful workplace where people feel free to work through issues. It's a phrase that brings a lot of coachable moments. End quote. As a result, everyone knows what is meant by the phrases, keep short accounts, and put the snakes on the table. They have become part of the corporate vernacular. Quote, if anyone is griping, we remind them to keep short accounts. It is ingrained in our culture. Put the snakes on the table. Here's what I heard when I asked Miss North about her choice to bring the snake to work and keep it on her desk. Quote, I instituted this because it is who I am. I want to work with people who are caring and upfront with each other and are accountable to each other. When people care about each other, when they are accountable to each other, fear diminishes as a behavioral motivator. There is a norm of behavioral accountability a shared responsibility to, quote, hold ourselves and others accountable, end quote. The result is an empowered workplace where employees feel a sense of personal responsibility and ownership, a workplace where the obligation to speak up about issues, concerns, problems, and business opportunities simply becomes the way it is around here. I've worked with many leaders over the past 15 years. Very few spring out of bed in the morning eagerly anticipating a conversation where they have to, quote, hold someone accountable, end quote. Make a choice to start a different conversation in your workplace, one that focuses on creating a culture of behavioral accountability where everyone feels a sense of personal responsibility for speaking up, resolving issues, and creating a respectful, high-performing culture. I'm pretty sure you could find a snake at the dollar store to keep on your desk. I'm quite confident that Miss North won't mind if you do.